preach the motherfucking <laughs> segment of the podcast where niggas need to know if they ain't got shit else, they got the what be. It's the it's the motherfucking audacity for me. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is your host Anika. And it's Brittany. You can cut my song off, y'all. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you can sing. Sing, girl. All right, good job. <laughs> How are you? Brittany, girl, I'm real good today. I'm real good. You know what I'm saying? Been real busy doing a lot of nothing but something. You know what I'm saying? All right, good job. <laughs> I'm making it. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long week. Have you felt like that? No, I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because this is a week before the weekend that my sister gets married. And the week my days kind of collapsed over each other and it was a couple things that I had wanted to do. And so with tomorrow being Friday gets a lot of things to do so my week did not my my week went by fast because i didn't time the things out appropriately but it's all right you're gonna make it and i'm excited i looked at my i got to work look at the phone it's like surely it's friday it's gotta be it's not and <laughs> me and myself made the pact was like okay we done work with this work and shit i got one more good job in me that pay well and <laughs> Um, listen. I understand. Cause I'm, I think I'm at the same point. I got one, possibly one more, if it's a great job. Just one. That's it. One. It's gonna have to have some amazing benefits. I got one more good job in me. Cause listen, this shit that I'm doing and that we doing collectively and you doing, it's got to pop off. It's got to. It got to. It will. So, it is. If I become rich, it's already known that you become a rich, but still. And that's on period. Phew, I'm tired. And yeah. that's on my clocking in. And that's on running my money. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's on I ain't waiting two weeks for a check. Fuck you. And that's on who on payroll, not me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. So we today are talking about something that we talked about um for a brief moment on previous podcast today we're going to talk about toxic positivity and get a little bit more in depth about that so anika before i discuss toxic positivity with you i didn't know what it was and i don't know if you knew what it was did you know what that was um not the official definition but when we talked about it and you kind of we provided example. It was a new concept at that time. Whenever we recorded that episode, I can't remember. Yeah. So when I heard about it, I was like, we always got to make something out of nothing. Like, how can it, what's toxic positivity? Like, da 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 da. Like, how can I be positive and be toxic at the same time? And reading more about it, I was like, okay, so this does hold some weight. It does have some merit behind it. And, um, you can be toxic and positive at the same damn time. So I got my information from the psychologygroup.com. And so 
uh, we define toxic positivity as an excessive, uh, as excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of happy, optimistic, optimistic states across all situations. Oh, <laughs> like Karen type of shit. Uh, yes, kind of yes. Uh, the process of toxic positivity results in denial, minimalization, minimalization invalidation and an authentic human emotional experience so meaning if you're having a bad day you're telling me about your bad day i am paying you attention but i'm really not paying you attention at the same time like oh nigga it's gonna be okay you know you're over exaggerating your day's gonna be fine da, da, da. It, essentially making your feelings feel invalid um, just like anything done in excess, when positivity is used to cover up or silence the human experience, it becomes toxic. And so I will say that I have been uh, guilty of toxic positivity. And a lot of times it's more of not knowing really what to say and how to uh, comfort somebody when they are feeling whatever they feel. And instead of just saying like, I don't know how to comfort you at this time or what would you like me to do? How can I support you? It's more of like, oh yeah, you'll be fine. It's going to be okay. And move on to the next thing. So do you know if, have you been guilty of toxic positivity? Um, I would say not knowingly, maybe in the past before, cause I do try to, you know, I try to keep in mind not to be dismissive cause I hate when a motherfucker dismiss me. You know what I mean? People exactly. do that. And I, so I can't deny and say, you know, no, but not, not consciously, no, you know, because a lot of times if I don't know what to say, then I'm probably not gonna say nothing, and it's probably toxic too. But yeah, a lot of times when people cry, I'm just kind of looking and like, I don't know how to help you when you're crying because I don't know how to process these emotions because I don't like when. <laughs> people cry. and it's just like if i see you cry if i see my husband cry and if i see my mama cry it's just like the world comes crashing down it's like so i don't know what to say besides it's gonna be okay but i could be asking for support in the you know you know asking them like how can i support you better that's true and i think that's 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 the black ass bottom line on that because y'all three just like you mentioned the people that are closest to you are the people like if when something is crying happening i literally don't know would know what the fuck is that just you know kind of talk you through it maybe but then i'm like okay maybe she won't like that maybe she just like fuck everybody and fuck all the shit it just i think it uh, comes with a lot of overthinking but yeah you're right sometimes you just don't even know know what to say but just always saying it's gonna be all right or it's gonna be okay baby. you know what i hate that's one toxic positivity, a thing I hate. I really hate, hate, hate this. And y'all call me the devil. I don't give a fuck. But when somebody dies, I really hate when somebody old or churchy says they've gone to a better place. Ooh. Everybody went to a better place? Everybody. Listen, no, they're not. Because you know what? When somebody told me about that, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. Somebody told me that about my dad, and I was like, he's not. Okay, stop. <sighs> he's not. I was like, my daddy beat a bitch before he died, so I don't know where y'all think he went. But I don't, I don't know who daddy you know, but it ain't mine, okay, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I ain't the one, I ain't the judge or the jury. I'm just saying, from what I recollect, I need you to stop being toxic to me because you don't even know him. You just saying shit to just say it. And I just, that, that always got up under my skin. Cause I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? Do I supposed to say thank you? Do I supposed to say, oh, okay. Do I just supposed to believe that? Or do I just yeah. throw that out? Like, I'll throw that out. Like, it just, it just seems like, okay, here go a little nice blanket for you to, and I don't like when people say that either. And I also don't like when people say, I'm sorry. Like, I said the same thing. Like, <laughs> I, and it's like, it doesn't seem sincere. I remember having this conversation with a friend when my dad died and somebody said, I'm sorry. And my reply was, because this was the first time I dealt with a loss, a major loss. And I said, me too, because hell, I am sorry as well. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, well, that's not what you're supposed to say. And I was like, what am I supposed to say? She was like, thank you. I'm like, how do I thank you for being sorry? So how are you going to tell me to thank you though? Well, it wasn't from her. It was coming from somebody else when I replayed this conversation back. But I didn't, that just seemed like some Southern shit to me. Cause I'm like, let us, okay. let us know how y'all feel about, I'm sorry. And <laughs> they in a better place. Cause I want to know. I mean, if you're going to say, I'm sorry, it's just such a, a dead ass. Ter- like, yeah, I, we all are sorry. Maybe um, I'm sorry for your loss. Okay. Or, um, you know, I, when somebody dies you really don't know what the fuck to say other than i'm praying for you sorry for your loss i like when people say i'm sending positive or healing vibes or i'm keeping you in my thoughts or something you know i'm never really good with that i'm you know but just a plain i'm sorry is just like then what the fuck i'm supposed to do with that that's not yes i i definitely agree with you yeah okay so by pretending that we are positive vibes all day long, because you know there's some people's like positive vibes only, um, we deny the validity of a genuine human experience. Mm. All humans are flawed. We get angry, jealous, resentful, greedy. We get uh, damn right angry, happy, whatever. But by saying you know positive vibe, positive vibing me all day long, or pretending that that I'm positive vibes all day long. There's nothing for me. It's like I'm a fucking robot. Yeah, I mean, I, do, I I have that in my bio on Instagram. Positive vibes only, um, and that more so means don't come over here debating my shit. But Maybe. I don't I don't put that type of energy out there. But that that the whole aura where somebody's like I only do positivity. You're right. It does kind of take away from the human like experience, like because everything is not always positive. Right. So, um, here are some signs of toxic positivity. Um, one would be hiding or masking your true feelings. Two is trying to just get it over with by stuffing or dismissing emotions. Three is feeling guilty for feeling what you feel, which I do that all the time. Four is minimizing other people's experience with feel-good quotes or statements. I'm guilty of that as well. Trying to give someone perspective it could be worse instead of it validating their emotional experience Ooh, that's me i'm that's the one right there for me is it this it <laughs> six is shaming or chastising others for expressing frustration or anything other than positivity first in seven brushing off things that are bothering you with it is it is what it is and i when i get super frustrated i'm just like fuck it it's you know it's gonna be what it's gonna be it is what it is 
I can't do nothing about it. So I'm Which, guilty of doing it to other people and I'm guilty of doing it to myself. And that's toxic as fuck, especially to yourself. Well, it's both ways, but knowing that this shit is, that's not resolved. And you just pretty much saying, you know what? I feel this way, but I'm not really going to acknowledge it because I'm, for whatever reason, you don't want to acknowledge it. And it just stays that way and nothing ever gets done. So you know it's coming up again. It ain't is what it is. Right, it's not. It's, it's not. So here are some uh, reasons why toxic, toxic positivity is bad for our health. It makes you feel shame. Um, a force of a positive outlook for, to encourage a person keeps them silent about their struggles. So that means they don't want to come with, to you about it because they are, they're shameful. They don't want to come to you because they're going to feel like if you're telling me it's going to be okay all the time, then here I am. It's like, damn, well, Nika say it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. But then in my heart, I feel like it's not going to be fine. I feel shameful because you're telling me it's going to be okay, but I don't feel that way. So it's like, is there something wrong with me? Why I don't feel like it's going to be okay? Like, why is my outlook so flawed and fucked up behind it, you know? And then on top of that, I'm not going to, I'm going to come, I'm not going to, I'm going to be afraid to come to you with how I truly feel because you, I know you think it should be different. So I kind of, with that shame, I'm going to vent to somebody else about it more likely and not really acknowledge to you how I feel. Exactly. Another one would be suppress emotions. Um, several psych psychological studies show that hiding or denying feelings leads to more stress to the body and increased difficulty avoiding the distressed thoughts and feelings. Um, one research showed that uh, people were having heart palpitations, sweat, you know, an increased, increased amount of sweat when asking to show their emotions and show how they felt about a certain situation they couldn't do that and they mm. just kind of went into an anxiety attack basically you know yeah. um another one would be isolation and other relational problems so just because like like the example i use anika's telling me it's going to be okay all the time then she's telling me it's going to be okay all the time i don't feel like it's going to be okay all the time you know being okay then I feel like there's something wrong with me and then I'm going to be fearful with sharing these experiences with other people because like, okay, damn, they're going to tell me it's going to be okay all the time. And what the fuck do I do? If you can't be honest about your own feelings, you will never be able to hold space for someone else expressing their feelings in their presence. That's the one. <laughs> Say that again. If you can't be honest about your own feelings, how will you ever be able to hold space for someone else expressing real feelings in your presence? So if you're telling me it's going to be okay all the time, you're not being honest with your feelings and I'm therefore not making me honest with my feelings. So how can I go to another friend and I have these depressed emotions and suppressed feelings and be like, yeah, girl, it's going to be okay. When I know the situation is fucked up it's not going to be okay. Like it's okay to deal with these feelings and deal with how you feel. It's fine. So I'm going to give some examples of non-toxic and accepting statements. Hmm. So first I'm going to name the toxic ones, the toxic positivity statements, and then the uh, non-toxic and the validation statements. So don't think about it. Stay positive where we, you could be saying, 
describe what you're feeling and I'm listening to you. That's way better and that's way different and yeah. Yeah. Um, don't worry, be happy. I see that you're really stressed. Anything that I can do to support you. Failure is not an option. Failure is a part of growth and success. If I could just like, I need to like tattoo that somewhere or like on my arm so I can see that all the time because um, I talk about comparison a lot and I do struggle with comparison sometimes. So when I see that, you know, these people that I look to look up to on social media and the people that I have these, you know, relationships with, um, I don't know every single thing about their business and what, you know, their failures and what their successes were, but I'm looking, I'm only seeing the success part because that's the glamorous part of it. So I'm not seeing somebody like, I, I ordered a thousand of these or not only sold 50. Like that's a failure because you, you spent all this, it's not necessarily a failure, but like you spent all this money for this product and I'm only seeing the glamour side of it. So failure is a part of growth and success. If you get yourself up and try again, you know? Positive vibes only. Um, something you could say is here. I'm here for you, both good and bad. And I'll read one last one. It could be worse. Mm. What you could say is, that sucks. I'm so sorry you're going through this. How can I support you? Now, all every the alternative to what you said is simple, basic ass shit, and I feel like we be forcing ourselves to try to over complicate something, and it comes and it and it is toxic as fuck to even sit there over complicate it and and you kind of dismissing feelings rather than simplifying it. Hey, I'm listening. Yep. Because one thing one thing that I learned just in general is that every time that somebody is and i know you're big on this too every time somebody is talking to you or telling you something don't mean that they want your advice sometimes people just want you to listen and and as i've gotten older i realized like i can't put my views on what i would do to tell what somebody else should do in fact it's refreshing to sit here and shut the fuck up and just listen because Right. I don't have nothing for you because I remember one time I was like it's almost like I felt forced to have a solution because I'm just so such a solution driven person so it, it wasn't out of I'm just telling you what to do is more like I just want to help find a solution because that's just how I've always been so I remember talking you know listening to a friend Ben and just was quiet afterwards and I was like yeah I got nothing and she was like no I just wanted you to listen and I was like okay yep. And it's like, I ain't even got to tell you nothing. I'm just, I'm here to listen. Yep. All right? 90% of the time, that's really what people want is just for you to right. listen. And as a parent, I, I've learned that. Um, I don't know where I read this at or, you know, I don't know where I learned this. But, you know, as a parent, you want to fix everything that your child goes through. And I've had to, I've had to learn to, do you want me to give you advice or do you just want me to listen? And nine times out of 10 is just, I want you to listen. Cause they don't want your lecture right then and there. Like, okay, well, you know, you should do this, this, and this. Cause essentially it does turn into a lecture, you know? Yeah. That's so, hard as a parent. I can't imagine like not being like. I, 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 we getting ready to go through the teenage years. So I'm going to have to learn not to assert myself into people's business. I'm going to have to learn how to give space. 
it's, and it's been hard because my daughter has been kind of like forcing me to give her space. Like she's been in Dallas. She went to Dallas twice this summer. She's there now. And it's just like, hey, mama, I miss you, but, you know, I need some time to myself. And it's hard. And it's, I might come back. I'm tired of being the only girl here, please. But yeah, we're going through, going through the, the teenage experience. And y'all say a prayer for me because I'm not ready. It's going to be full of tears because I'm not ready to let my babies go. They'll be my babies forever, but I'm just not, I'm not ready for this. Um, can I have? I got a question. Mm-hmm. With teenage years, Maya is getting a year older. She's in eighth grade this year. Yes. Okay, I won't ask the next question because it's obvious. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, we were we were already getting ready to have the. It's almost time to buy Maya a car. Talk, and it was just like, ugh, I don't want to talk about this. It doesn't seem like. You know, she'll be 14 this year. In two years, they'll be time to buy a car. So, like, we need to get this shit ready now so we can get her car. I'm just <laughs> messed up that she'll be in high school next year. Baby, I'm not ready. I'm we not just ready. had her in 06. We, we just did. had her. We just, just had her. We just had her sit in the Victoria's Secrets being with all the bras. We just did it. We just had her five pounds with her skin peeling ever so. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, we still got Carson. Burley! <laughs> Carson thinks he's 25. <laughs> okay, anyway, to finish up the toxic positivity, um, being a human, being a healthy human involves being conscious of ourselves and how we show up in the world. Um, you're hurting yourself and the people around you and who care about you by mostly insisting this micro, mono, con- oh, say that word, monochromatic mindset thank you instead of practicing toxic positivity aim for balance and acceptance in both the good and the bad emotions rather than all or nothing at all thinking if you know that you have we read this list and you are guilty of toxic positivity think of other ways that you can show up to support yourself and to support your friends um Yes, so that is toxic positivity, short and sweet for this week. I'm glad we went over that because I'm pretty sure that somebody knows somebody they've heard and every time they express a concern, it's super dismissive and it just gives me Karen at work vibes. Like, of course, you don't want to bring your problems to work, but if there's any type of concern, it's super, everything's super dismissive. Oh, it'll be fine. It, it's 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 totally fine. They just this is just you know, and it's like, well, I have a concern here, bitch. Um, it's not fine because this is the way I was feeling, and I'm coming to you to let you know something, and you pretty much telling me to shut the fuck up. Okay, noted. So. Yeah, it makes you almost not want to talk to that person about it. It's like, well, no, I really want to talk to you know, I really want to talk to Anika. But she ain't gonna say shit besides it's gonna be okay, and I just really need somebody to talk to. I don't wanna know that it's gonna be okay. Eventually, it will be okay because all things are okay in the long run. Eventually, things do work out, but I don't wanna hear that right now, you know? You know what? I rem- I, I'm, I guess I need to let this go, but it, it doesn't bother me anymore. But I remember a while back being a freshman in college, and somebody was like, You are so negative. And I never viewed myself as a negative person. Maybe there were things that, you know, was negative 
that was said that was being negative, but I just never was a person that's hunky-dory about everything. I think me just having a realistic view and just me expressing how I actually felt and some, it came off as negative. Like the glass is not always half full. I'm going to tell you how I see the glass. You know what I'm saying? And I understand dif- different people views can, you know, their experiences shape their views. But when they told me that I'm like negative. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I'm just telling you how I, I, how I is. Right. You are more of a, I will say that you are more of a realist and then I I know with things I can come to you where I'm super optimistic about and I was like this is not something this is something that I need to get with a realist about so I'll either get with you or my husband like okay so my optimism is not always I need to be real about the situation instead of being optimistic sometimes and so that's why I can I appreciate your input and the things that you say like when I bring them to you so I don't think you're negative. You just have a sense of reality. And that's, and that's all it was. Cause sometimes, and I, and I, ever since that was said, I had to kind of check myself. Like, am I being negative? And I would find myself like changing the way I normally respond just so I could not be seen as negative. And it felt uncomfortable. Um, but then even after like, you know, the, the past like five years and just us having deeper conversations and just, you know, just transforming my thoughts. Yes, you could think on an elevated level, but doesn't necessarily mean that it's necessarily more positive or negative. It's just a different way of thinking. Right. So I definitely would agree with, with what you said. Yeah. Okay, guys, so we want to hear your thoughts on toxic positivity. Um, you can send us an email at blackgirlmanifest.com. That's manifest at gmail.com. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. All right, hoes, we back. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. Y'all All right, hoes, I love y'all. Okay, go ahead. I would love y'all even more if y'all would just send us an email and let us know about, you know, y'all thoughts on the episode. Yeah. Or can we have an email about some black love stories? Yeah. And I want to say, you know, I would like to hear a good, you know, love story, but if the love story didn't end on a necessarily positive note, I would like to hear that too. And I would like to hear what you got out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that so black, a black love story with a little bit of learning experience on top of it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that the love story was happily ever after that, you know, you guys had 85 million children and you just looked into each other's eyes all day. It could be about somebody said loving themselves or somebody who, you know, has been, divorced and had to relearn how to love i want to hear the black love experience i would love we would love to hear that if you guys could just send us an email um it would be great so moving on to our stone of the week segment this week's stone is bloodstone you have one i do not but i i picked one up and i put it down i want one you need one, honey. Okay. Tell this, me why. Tell me why. I will tell you why, my dear. This is a dark green gem with bright red splatters. I'm sure you've seen it before. And I always kind of walk past them, but definitely will be the next one on my list. It looks um, like boogers. Hmm? It looks like boogers. <laughs> I'm childish, y'all. 
Sorry. <laughs> Go off, boogers. Okay. It is claimed to help cleanse the blood by drawing off bad environmental energies and improving circulation. Um, it encourages selflessness, creativity, and idealism while helping you live within the current moment. It's also said to get rid of your feelings of irritability, aggressiveness, and impatience. So, oh baby, listen. Let me go. I'm gonna go grab the whole bucket. <laughs> I think. I think. Um. Yes. Do y'all got a bloodstone um bowls? I need bloodstone plates. Can uh, I get a bloodstone armor suit? Can I get some bloodstone panties, drawers, bras, and all of? I need everything. Yeah, I felt like this was a good stone to talk about this week. Um, it kind of stood out to me. So I will be um, doing my search for bloodstone because I never even realized it had these healing properties. And um, I like the fact that it kind of has the metaphysical um, healing properties with, you know, the clean, cleansing the blood uh, by drawing off bad environment, environmental energies. So I think that's really useful. So that is this week's Stone of the Week Bloodstone. I like that. Okay. I just need to give me a bed of all the crystals that we've talked about and just make just lay down in it. Just no matter how bumpy it's gonna be, I'm just gonna go Tumbled <laughs> <laughs> and untumbled, whatever. I'm just laying down. I'm, My soul gonna be clean. That's all that matter. Lay down, put some sand under them all. Ooh, lay down on top of the crystals naked under the moon talk about you're gonna feel rejuvenated under a full moon too oh baby listen i'm gonna be floating around this bitch who was howling in the back me (laughs) (laughs) okay so as you guys know we brought back the uh fan favorite segment of the audacity segment we reached the motherfucking <laughs> segment of the podcast where niggas need to know if they ain't got shit else, they got the what be. It's the it's the motherfucking audacity for me. It's always the audacity. Always every week there's always an somebody that's the audacity some shit. Go first, because I actually don't have one. You don't? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Like you, you said earlier, I'm not the type of person who, I don't want your advice, whether it's good advice, uh, bad advice. I don't want it unless I ask for it. And if you know me, you know that, um, some, I just 10 times out of 10, I want you just to listen to me. Um, so I was kind of joking on the internet when we talked about how the, uh, deflated melted ass orange had got coronavirus and i made a comment that said you know i made a post and made a comment that said that my christianity was not that strong actually strong with a k enough to pray for anybody um who said that this coronavirus was a hoax um let 200,000 people die because of their lack of care. Uh, What'd you say? 211,000. Oh, 211,000 people. Let's let's, let's keep all the numbers together. Um, 
somebody who is supremely racist. Um, I just don't have any desire in my heart to pray for you because guess what? If my husband, if my children, if my best friend, if my mama, if my sister, anything happened to them, he would not give a fuck. So I said my Christianity is not that strong to pray for him. Um, and I had a family member who is a family member by marriage comment and say, uh, well, the God that I serve says that you are not Christian. Like she didn't say specifically that you're not Christian, but she kind of worded it that way. And if I could pull it, if my phone one did, I pull it up. Um, but yeah. you're not Christian. <laughs> you going to pull out the receipt. Brittany, your friend Patty, because I was, I was getting my, these fingers was ready because I want people to know because I was irritated as fuck when I saw that. Okay, well, go ahead. Let's, let's pull out the receipts. Let's have a brief intermission. Do, 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 do. When was this? Four days ago? So she got me fucked up and I had to tell my mom about it. Thank you. I'm pretty sure your mama saw it. <laughs> yeah. My mom was like, well, you know. No, well, she wasn't like, you know, she was like, because I, I let my mama know that I, I had some words to say. My mom was like, well, you know, you did what needed to be done. And I didn't even, you know, I didn't even say anything harsh. But do you have the receipts? Was this, this was something you posted? Yes, this was about Donald Trump. It should be on my timeline. Let me see if I can pick it up soon. Because I want to make sure it wasn't something like your mom posted and you commented. Oh no, it was it was me. It was me. Supporting these black businesses. Oh look at Christ man. Damn, don't tell me Facebook deleted it. That, let me go to it. Bruh, I think Facebook got rid of it. How? You really? That's bullshit, but that's bullshit. That's really <laughs> I'll find yeah. it funny that these platforms is really going hard for this crusty ass orange ass motherfucker y'all it's not here i think facebook got rid of it but i did send a screenshot to Damn, I- anywho the consensus of the message was you're not christian uh if you don't pray for your enemies well that's why i never claimed to be no motherfucking christian because at this point my views certainly don't align with christianity um but i get the point that you were making like it don't go that far and what people what the christians fail to realize is y'all realize it's two different type of christianities going on mm. uh it's his version where it cuts off when it's fucking convenient and there's the black people kumbaya version where you stuck in the same motherfucking circle um praying for people who don't give a fuck about you when you can put your energy somewhere else mm. so that's the christianity y'all want to claim i don't want no parts of that no part not now what's the part because if you're going to be Christian, you're going to be Christian. You know, if God says love everybody and treat everybody equally and do all this and do all that, then that's what I expect. I don't expect you to uh, be racist. I don't expect for you to be, okay, I found it. Damn, can I open it up? All right. So it says, now, Anika and I have already discussed that, you know, we felt like this may be a ploy, may be fake or whatever. Um, she states, I also think that this may be a political ploy. Do not let the devil fool you. If it is true, I am praying for him. Strike one. If you're not praying for him, you're not a Christian. Strike two. Um, Because my Bible tells me you're supposed to pray for your enemy. 
All right, well, your Bible also tells you that you were not supposed to fuck at a wheelock, but y'all be doing it. Ooh. Your Bible also tells you not to be envious of others, but y'all be doing it. Ooh. I love this time. Um, your Bible also tells you a lot of things that y'all like to pick and choose and put your own definitions and decipher. Um, so you can't tell me unless uh what what y'all tell me about the bible i take it just like y'all take it for how y'all want to piece it together i do the same exact shit so my response was well i guess i'm not christian then i cannot actively pray for the well-being of someone who tells known racists to stand by stand down but stand by because at the end of the day like i said if it was my cousin if it was my brother if it was my best friend, if it was my husband, if it was my children, my mother, my sister, Donald Trump would not give a fuck. You he see, would. he had shit to say about Breonna Taylor. Uh, he said that the uh, police officers who dealt with George Floyd, they were really good people. He does not give a shit about black people. And that's just that on that. But what really pisses me off is you cannot fucking tell me my relationship with God. You can't tell me that. You don't know what type of relationship I got with God. So that's between, that's whatever your relationship with God is, that's between y'all that has nothing to do with me. My relationship with God is mine. It has nothing to do with my husband. It has nothing to do with my best friend. It has nothing to do with anybody outside of me. So what I pray to God about is what I pray to God about. It's nobody's business. I, I would just, again, I think the whole term Christianity triggered that. Like Christians do this and they don't do that. okay right i can have a relationship and i think it's important for us to remember you can have a relationship without with god without claiming to be a christian because all that shit is very confusing weird and fake to me that's that's to me to anybody who claimed to be christian no offense or anything but it's just i just can't cloak all of that and and i feel like people get that mixed up like well if you're if you if you're not Christian, then you don't have a relationship with God. And that's like, well, why that's the only way that's that, you know, that has to be. Furthermore, to add to your audacity, um, was she praying for the other 211,000 people that got COVID or was it just because it was Donald Trump? Because I was wondering, because although they may not be enemies, they're people who needed to be prayed for. And if everybody was praying that hard, like they is for this orange ass bitch, then shouldn't that not that many people have died if y'all prayers was working y'all praying for the wrong shit the for the one that's praying for him what about the other motherfucking people that don't have doctors from walter reed motherfucking hospital 24 hours giving him cocktail shots and stuff what about the other people that are disadvantaged that are in situations where they don't have the help who's praying for them right christians thank you yeah um i was i was so uh I saw so many things that say I wouldn't wish, wish wish COVID on my worst enemy. I would. I would. I would. The fuck? Because they'll wish it on my ass. Right? Like, let's be don't real. Let's wait, be wait. Don't the Bible say an eye for an eye? So if I get COVID, I want you to have it too. Don't the Bible say that? A cough for a cough. <laughs> All right. We're done. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> yes. Mucus for mucus. If I got COVID and you're an enemy, I absolutely call me evil. I'm not with that. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. 
Yes, I would. If it's my worst enemy, and that enemy don't give a fuck about me or my family and don't mean me no good, y'all can keep everything that's in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Because guess what? <coughs> you can have some corona. Right. Yeah. Right. Y'all saying, let's pray for this man. Y'all saying, let's pray for this man who had literally has children locked up in cages. Yeah, there's fine people on both sides in Charlottesville when well, then somebody died and they've been oh there was fine people on both sides y'all and it's and it's us us you never see the white people cooning against each other not really no no so um again do not tell me what my relationship with god is based on what you see me post on social media because first of all we're not that close you don't know who i am first second of all i didn't ask you for your fucking opinion third of all mind your business don't interfere with my relationship with God. And fourth of all, then, you for your enemy don't make you a better person than nobody right. else makes you a fuck nigga, but okay. And then fifth of all, this is why people be turning away from the church because y'all be so adamant about putting your beliefs and your your personal beliefs on other people. Just because the, the preacher may say, you know, like, oh, there should be no gay people. And if, if a woman... Turn, turns into a man or a man turns into a woman is this and this da, 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 da. whereas i don't believe it i don't believe it i believe that every if you're human you have a heartbeat you are alive and you are a person of this world i believe everything should be equal i feel like that that's me other people don't feel like that and that's where y'all get it confused and fucked up at don't put your views and don't put your opinions on me i'm the wrong bitch and since she had said that, like, we used to message back and forth. Since I've said that, since we've had the interaction, she ain't said shit to me. And let's keep it that way. Y'all old people gonna get fucked up behind these politics and shit on Facebook. Leave me the fuck out of it. I said what the fuck I said. And that's just that on it. Now, I really be saying too much on Facebook. No more. But I, but I still said what the fuck I said. But the way you said it was not, it was in no way it, it, it kind of was her, if she was driving, she had turned around in the opposite direction to address this. That's right, she turned around a U-turn on two wheels. As a matter of fact, no, bitch, get the fuck out of here. You know, but yeah. Leave people alone with their opinions and their views. They are theirs. That doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that they're always right. It just means that they are theirs and let them sit in the basket and maybe they'll turn around and see what you see one day, but until then, leave people the fuck alone. And it's just, they don't eat. Ass, unbed, unelevated ass views to yourself. And that's, you know, on, ass views. and that's on your president killing everybody. Anywho. <laughs> and that's on sweep your front porch and get your ass before you come for mine. Thank you. And that's on your president think he better from coronavirus, but it really takes seven days to really feel any symptoms. But guess what? I don't know anything. I just work in the COVID laboratory. All right. Let's keep it moving. Right. <laughs> now talk about even if he is feeling better, how he has somebody his 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 experience with it and somebody else's experience is gonna be totally different. Totally right. different. They had some drugs already sitting there waiting for him that they ain't gave to nobody. Nobody. That's on your president saying that he still ain't gonna give y'all twelve hundred dollars unless y'all vote for him. Fuck that nigga. Get out. Mm -hmm. That's on. That's on manipulation. 
And that's on, even if you did give me 1200 who the fuck said I got to go both for you at the pole? And that's on, it's a secret. The fuck? And that's on, fuck you. Still give my 1200 Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well. Anywho. All right, Nico, what you manifesting for the week? This week, I am manifesting positive, not positive, um, fresh starts and new beginnings. Um for many different things um and i'm also manifesting um wellness for myself that's a good one yes okay what about you what you manifesting who i'm manifesting self-confidence oh that's a really good one i be struggling sometimes i really do and it's a lot with my uh gaining weight um, so I've started to work out with a friend um, and working out with our editor, Brandon. Um, so, yeah, just eat it. I don't eat trash too much, but when I do eat trash, I do love it. My thing is wine and alcohol. That's my vice. Um, so, and now that I'm, I'm really sedentary at work, I don't really get to move around that much. And since I work in a lab... I can't have water like I was having it all willy nilly before. And so, uh, and then by the time, you know what you notice, what I notice when you get home, like all that water shit is gone for the day. Like, I don't want no water. I want some motherfucking juice. <laughs> so I'm manifesting like now I've started uh, like having two boiled eggs in the morning. I had some raspberries and some Greek yogurt this morning and I had some ginger tea. And then I had some couscous, Israeli couscous salad for lunch. And it's, y'all, it's so good. So you make the couscous and then you chop up some cucumbers, some tomatoes. I put a little bit of red onion in it and some mushrooms. And I think it's something else that goes in there, but I didn't put it in there. I want to say it's like feta cheese, but then you mix it all in together with the couscous and then you drizzle some Italian dressing on it. That sounds good as fuck. And serve it cold, baby. Let me tell y'all something. Brittany be coming up with some side cold salads and shit. And I be like, mine wasn't going to taste like that. That good. I'm pretty sure it was good. Listen, it was good. It's good. And it's like, it's really light. It's not heavy. So I really appreciated it. Um, so yeah, just some self-confidence getting back to where I, you inspired me, but we'll talk about that after we get off the okay yeah that's what i'm manifesting for the week well those are all good things to manifest get it done check on each other's progress um i'm gonna remind you guys once again because we just want to hear it can we please can somebody please email us about your love stories (laughs) (laughs) because now we sound desperate we want to know i want to be let me hear don't make me have to start reaching out now. Don't make me start making up stories now. Jack <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and went up the hill. <laughs> Girl, they rolled down that hill, honey. And was in love, baby. Yeah, so please, we want to hear, no matter how insignificant, no matter how, you know, silly you might think it sounds, whatever, please send us an email to blk 
girlmanifest at gmail.com. It might be somebody who wants to share the story, but is just waiting on somebody else to share. So be the brave one and send us a story because we would like to share. If you want to remain anonymous, let us know. We can come up with a name for you, but we just want to share more Black positive stories because we need it. Maybe we need to start off with sharing our love stories. There we go. Come on, uh, Lee, by example, uh, glass. We can do I, this. I'll go ahead and have my husband write down our love story, or maybe I'll have him come on the show and share our love story. And you know, this a this a little hood love story over here. You know, ghetto love. I'm gonna share my love story because my husband is way too extra, and he'll be adding all these extra parts in that I don't appreciate. So I'm gonna tell the true story. <laughs> oh, more extra in front of people, bro. Also, uh, before we wrap up, I want to shout out, um, I don't know if y'all know this, but our editing is a little bit different. Thank, thank you so much to Brandon, our editor. He is amazing. He's editing some, you know, other sounds and transitions, and he's just made the process so much easier on me and Anika. So thank you so much, Brandon. We appreciate you, and thank you for doing an awesome job. And yes, Brandy, that is, that is dope. I actually wanted to reach out to him um, soon. So thank you so much. We're going to have to start. We Y'all, we added somebody to the team. We're growing. Y'all like the show. Let's, um, we're going to definitely um, get some merch so we, got, we can start promoting the show because we want it to continue and we can't continue doing it. You know what I'm saying? We need some 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 funds, some fundraising. So we add into the team, we're investing, and we're going to do some great things as soon as this COVID shit lifts up. I can't wait. Anywho. All right, guys. We'll see y'all asses next week. Bye guys. Bye.